of I see you. <laughs> you already know what time it is, man. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 72. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Chris SJE. My name is Lennon Burton. Chris, it's been an interesting week for you. You've been blowing up the internet, bro. <laughs> bro, it's been a wild-ass week, bro. I've had the, the most hate in my DM, uh, not my DMs, my mentions, probably in a long time. But I love it, bro. It's, it's all fun and for the love of anime. You but you got me? a lot of love, too, though. Yeah, at the same time, for sure. Shout out to everybody who showed the song uh, Love. I dropped a song called Fuck Gabby. Uh, Aaron ain't did nothing wrong. You know what I'm one saying? of the best songs I've heard in a while. That's why Great I had to song. open up with this one. And bro, I just freestyled that shit. It was like 20 minutes. Everybody was like, son, the, the, one of my favorite hate comments from that shit, people was like, uh, oh man, imagine you, somebody took this much time out of their life to do this. I'm like, I saw that. do you realize it the same day? <laughs> you realize <laughs> I, I that. dropped that shit the same day? So Yo, the like the Aaron ain't do point. nothing wrong bar is like one of the, one of the best sung bars. Like, it's a fucking yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm, I'm definitely doing a remix where I'm like cutting out a lot of the Gabby, uh, fuck Gabby shit, turn, going more of the Aaron ain't did nothing wrong theme and have a, I'm trying to have a big feature on that bitch, but Hell yeah, we'll put the OG version at the end of this. But we got a lot to discuss. The anime community was up in thralls about Attack on Titan. We kind of gave our thoughts like super early on it. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to talk about but that. We, talk, we, we gonna got, talk more we, about we got it. To again. Some good shit these past couple weeks. We're gonna talk about it again more so and even more so in depth because we are reviewing the episode that happened crazy this week. Got to talk Promise Neverland. You know I'm upset. Like if you're if you're upset about the Attack on Titan fan base, I am. Who's- I am. I don't even know the words. Like I am enraged, let down, disgusted, just dumbfounded at the sheer level of ignorance that the anime studio that made Promise Neverland is doing right now. I am just they're just ignorant. That's all I can say. We'll get more to that too in the review cuz uh we've been trying to, you know, review different things in the winter block cuz there's so much along with our regulars Attack on Titan Jujutsu oh, Kaisen. Oh, we can also talk about Wonder Egg, at least the first episode, because I because I watched it. So we can Oof. talk about that. Uh, and then we got some other stuff. But let's get to the news, because we got a lot of news. No discussion this week, because we got a lot of big stuff to talk about anyway. So with that being said, let's get into it. So I had to start it off with a, with a story for you. I had to start it off right. Get you happy. Get, get Make you feel good. We got a Demon Slayer game coming out. We saw pictures. Uh, it's coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Steam, Xbox X, S, whatever the new one is, PlayStation 4. No Nintendo Switch. That might make you upset. But it's this is what it says. The game will feature a story mode that allows fans to relive the story of the first, I guess, season of anime. It says first television anime, so I assume first season of anime. And then a battle mode that will let players play as a multitude of different characters. Chris, are you excited for this game by you foldable? A uh, million percent. Million percent, as as uh, I actually as am Sinku too. Would say a billion percent. I, I'm interested to see what they do because I think it's a different studio than Bandai, so that makes me like really excited. So I'm willing to see if if they can do it right. The the pictures that I saw released look pretty tight. Yeah, off the screenshots, I was in. Like off the, screenshots, I try to put the pictures in the edit for the for the YouTubers, but yeah, the pictures look pretty tight. I saw the pictures. Well, I saw like the first pictures like a long time ago and they were like scans from like I want to say a magazine because a magazine had like No, no, no. I'm talking about and... the official ones that that no, no, you know no, Otaku I, guy was talking about on Twitter. I, I saw those. I saw like a bunch of batches of those. Like I saw like uh like a, a few different sets. But I'm talking about like when I first saw it, my initial reaction to it was like, hell yeah, Demon Slayer game. And then it's just been so like so 
long since that initial you know news i'm like man we never get in the game you feel me but i i feel like they want to capitalize off the mugen train movie i kind of want to uh, get the game before we get the movie in america low-key like i, I will play the game do as a, soon as possible if they do a you know what i'm saying they might be waiting on the game they might honestly be waiting on the game to do like same week drop kind of thing you feel me like one of them comes out on one day one of them comes out on another day they like take over the week they because bro if if nothing else uh w- america has to have seen what you know, Demon Slayer as an entity has had like the made the best. It it made the best uh, New York seller bet made the New York Times best of, I think, February. My hero was still the top anime. I think Demon Slayer was third. Attack on Titan might have been second and JJK was fourth or Attack on Titan and and Demon Slayer switch. One of the two. But like that, that uh, we have three new manga that made the New York Times bestseller. And you know how I feel about that. That's why I don't let anyone argue with me about my hero because it's the best in America. So that means those three have come up in the ranks of America. So I'm hyped for this game. And especially since we saw Demon Slayer, like get a newfound popularity on Netflix with a lot of people who didn't see it when everybody else saw it. I, I as much as like I'm with you on the same day release, I feel like this game will probably drop in the summer. We won't get the movie till October. Damn, if you don't I had, get the movie till October. Let me push I was to you we'd why. get the movie top of the year, like maybe spring. Let me push to you why. Marvel is thinking Uh-oh. about pushing Black 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 Widow. Warner Brothers is doing same day releases on HBO Max, so they're getting their movie seen. And Marvel is thinking about either pushing Black Widow back or making it pay per view. So I'm judging based upon the theaters. They push back Top Gun Maverick. They push back James Bond. I don't know if Funimation is willing to take that chance. Now, if they want to do a pay-per-view thing, that's possible. But I'm not seeing it to October. And I really feel like we get the game in summertime. I really want them to do the pay-per-view thing. I feel like it would be. Um, I'd pay depending on how much it was. It'd be easy. I feel like it'd be easy, but I feel like it's just not a big enough bag. That's why I feel like, you know what I'm saying? They saw what happened, like the impact it had on Japan. That's why I feel like they were going to do it at the same time. They have like, try to have that same, same effect. Be like, boom, Demon Slayer this, Demon Slayer that. Then try to unroll merch as well. Like new figures, new, new shirts. Like they that do, like, would be ideal. That's what like they that. would but, do. But America's too screwed with COVID. They, yeah, you're right. But I'm saying like niggas will buy merch at the same time. Like That's imagine you drop the game, you drop the Demon Slayer game so people in their crib could just lock up and just play the Demon Slayer game. It's like a fire online. You know what I'm saying? Imagine they drop that. Then they drop the movie, but it's like pay-per-view kind of thing. Like you I fuck with that. Home, you feel me? And then all of a sudden they're unrolling all this merch. Like, like they're unrolling uh, new figures, new fucking, you know what I'm saying, shirts. Because you know all these... Uh, you know, whoever like Funimation, I want to say is doing a dub, if I'm not mistaken. I think but, so. uh, wh- whoever has uh English rights to it, you know, what I'm saying I- I'm a million percent sure they want to have like the little viz or whatever kind of shirts and hot topic and everything. And uh, they might unroll new ones like movie, you know, Mugen movie. Like, that's a big oh, bag I- that oh, I'm not I believe- they're missing out on, but I feel like they're anticipating that bag. Oh, that's coming. That bag is 1000% coming, but I just feel they're waiting for theaters. Like, I, f- I agree with everything you that's just what I'm said. Saying. Like, that's the one thing that's just fucking it up. Like, because and- Funimation doesn't have a streaming service that's that can fit the model that HBO Max and Disney Plus can do. Like Disney Plus, you can they have the technology in the in the finances of Disney to where they can kind of stop the, the illegal streaming by making you have a, 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 a pretty strong paywall. Funimation, the moment that uh, shit go over on there, that shit is getting leaked. But I, I do say one thing, you feel me? If they put that shit on um uh, on Crunchyroll, it might and Crunchyroll. I feel like that's the Crunchyroll. Uh, didn't Funimation? They they merge. Yep, they're they're a product of a big of, merger like Sony. 
Yeah, Sony bought oh, him. Crunchyroll. Yeah. So I feel like if they do it a certain way, Crunchyroll will probably be the best way to do it. If not, like, I don't think they would do it Funimation, but they might have, like, some shit on Funimation. Because I know they got the, the full season. I don't know the dubs on. I know the dubs on Netflix, but I don't know the dubs on Funimation. I want to say the sub is for sure. But, uh... They want that like theater that. money. They saw what happened in Japan. They want that. They want that theater money, bro. It's an exactly. Oscar-nominated film. Like I do not see Funimation not waiting. There's the no way they've really had is that it ha- it really hadn't leaked. There's no Blu-ray rip, DVD rip, and I feel like Japan's not dropping the. You know, that shit's still in theaters out there. So I, I feel, feel like, like they're the waiting. People are gonna see it as bootleg. That's a fact. And That's nobody's a- gonna watch it bootleg because they want to see that. You know that quality. And at the same time, they gotta drop it in theaters. But if they if they wait too long, I feel like they they have an advantage right now because it hasn't leaked. But if it ever touches the internet, bro, what's what's gonna give people the reason not to pirate it? That's another and thing. I just hope that shit really don't happen. I hope they cracking down on that shit like Spotify. They need <laughs> Spotify to streams. <laughs> they need to because anytime I upload a song on YouTube, that's for somebody else. My shit getting flagged. <laughs> it's bad. But hey, they need to do that. But next up, we got a new Pacific Rim trailer for the anime coming to Netflix. What did you think of this 3D monstrosity? I didn't like the trailer. I'm gonna be playing. I didn't like the trailer at all. Like I didn't like the voice acting. I didn't like the animation. <laughs> like it seemed intriguing. It. Like some of it. Like when I saw the kaiju, whatever at the end, it was cool. Give me but a kaiju I'm number eight anime, shit. bro. <laughs> Take this shit back. And don't make it CGI. Yeah, sure. it's a fact. Make that shit 2D and make it fire. This shit was looking mm-hmm. asshole. I'm glad we're on the same page. I do not want no more CGI anime, bro. <laughs> have you seen? Um, have you seen? What is that shit called? Oh my fucking god! I gotta see. I gotta look it up, bro. Talk about X Arm. X arm, goddammit, bro. Ass. That's like the worst excuse for an anime I've ever That's seen. That's the worst Crunchyroll original yet. Like Crunchyroll Crunchyroll original? It is. It Crunchyroll is bad in at least I'd say even with God of High School's lack of success. I, I'd say they're bad in three or four. Like I'm gonna say the only real failure is X Arm. I even say the Latino one that I wasn't really fucking with. Uh, I've seen a lot of people fuck with it. So I'm gonna say three or four legit. Like one legitimate like hit in Tower of God and two. Whether whether or not you like God of High School or the Latino one, I'm gonna say they're all right. But X Arm is a fucking flop. I'll say one thing: it has a fire. That's it. Yeah. I, like I remember, I watched the. Uh, I was like hyped for it. I was like X Arm, let's go. What the fuck is this about to be? And I got it. See no trailers or nothing. I just dived in. You feel me? And That's why we didn't the, talk about uh, it on here. I watched the first like, episode too, and I cut that shit off. Bro, I tweeted right after the opening. Like, I'm I'm in the middle of watching it. Like, the first little beginning of the episode starting, I'm tweeting, bro, Exxon might have opening best opening of 2021. And it was a flop. You feel me? I watched the rest of the episode. And once I got to the end of the episode, I went back on Twitter and saw that. I was like, ew. I was like, that people probably seen that. It was like, that's about, only, that's about the only thing Exxon has going for it. Bro, like the little fucking blend of CGI and fucking Bad, bro. It wasn't hitting if you, right. If you're not giving us Doro Hidoro level quality or Demon Slayer level quality, keep that shit in the, in the, in the studio, my fam. Like we we we're past that. Like I am past Netflix Ajin, Netflix Gons 3D. I don't give a fuck. That shit is horrible. I feel like this is they're just going for more of a like they're going for more of an American non-anime. And I hate what, but I also hate video gamers. That that I agree with that. But I also hate the fact that Mecha anime is the only like real form that's getting 3D versions. And I wish that Mecha anime got 2Ds because I would be more into them if they did. Like, I hate that new gen mechs are just nine times out of ten fucking 3D animated. 
I haven't watched a good Meg in a, in, a, in a hot minute. You got to go like, watch I, the old ones, like Gurren Lagann, Gundam, like, that shit. That's what I've been watching. Like a month ago or a month and a half ago, uh, I was probably watching, uh, I want to say G Gundam. You know what I'm saying? The one with uh, some with the red headband. Mm. Uh, and that shit was hard. That shit was di- like, it was different for Gundam. You feel me? But it was OG. I didn't, I, I still haven't watched Blood Orphans. People on That's the one. on my ass, bro. I haven't watched Blood Orphans. I haven't watched. I watched that uh, shit on Toonami Live. That shit was amazing. Man, you gonna make me go back and rewatch it? Nah, soon, it was. It, honestly, if I didn't have such a love for Wing, that would be first. But Wing's yeah, just so I love good. Gundam Wing, like Gundam Wing, Mosu Gundam, the OG OGs. Like I, my Gundam Wing, and then uh, what is it? Endless Waltz, the movie. Bro, pressure every classics, time, son. Classics. It's like literally also, iconic seed. material. Low key, pe- people. I know people don't really fuck with Seed, but Seed is hard. I fuck with Seed. That's another one that's like slept on. Imp- that slept on, yeah. But Iron Blooded Orphans prestige the next thing we got is uh we got a new trailer for mars red an anime dropping april 6th at 1 59 a.m i believe our time or maybe pacific time so that'll be like 3 59 a.m central time y'all do the math i'm just letting y'all know when it's dropping mars red takes place in 1923 and vampires as vampires have existed for quite a while but now the number of vampires is increasing in a mysterious artificial blood source called Oscar has appeared. The Japanese government in turn creates Code Zero, a unit within the army tasked with taking down the vampiric forces. And what better way to track down vampires than by using vampires? Created by Lieutenant General Nakajima, this unit has historically been in the business of information war, but has been reassigned to solve the vampire crisis. It's up to Code Zero and the S-Class vampire Defarot to investigate this increase and put a stop to it before society crumbles. This sounds like a lot like Sirius the Jaeger, but more of a war aspect take to it. The trailer looked good. I'm probably watch at least one episode of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna peep it out. I'm probably gonna wait for this one to unfold. Like, I'm probably gonna wait for the full season and like peep, like try to binge a few episodes of it because it looks like one of those slow burns. You know what I'm saying? It looks like one of those ones that's gonna be he- uh, heavy on story. It's gonna have action and the action is gonna be hard, but it's gonna be mostly, you know, political. This kind of reminded me of Gundam, like how uh, how Gundam was super political, a lot of exposition. It was very. Uh, I love that intricate. shit when done right. Yeah, and I do love that shit. And, like, when I watched the beginning of the trailer, I was like, okay, this is a little slow. But then when they started picking up the pace of the trailer and they started showing more scenes of more of what was going on in the world or whatever, I was like, okay, I'm down. I'm here for this. And plus, I'm, I like vampire type shit. I really do. Like, a lot of the, uh, I feel like it's an underused, I don't want to say underused because there's a lot of vampire anime, but uh, not a lot of new hype vampire anime. You feel me? I agree with that. And I think the ones that do it right do it really well, like Helsing Classic. So. Oh, yeah. For you sure. already know, and and I believe Black Butler has something to do with that, but I fuck with that as well. Even if he's wanna, not a vampire, he has some form of power. Of, yeah, I don't want to say I don't want to say Bloodlad is like vampire, but it's like similar. It's like some shonen vampire type shit. I uh, 100. I'm with you. So Black Clover, the anime returns to Toonami on February 13th. It's doing the training arc leading up to the time skip. And I believe they're going to cover the time skip as well when it returns to Toonami on February 13th. However, the official website for Black Clover announced that the anime will end. It's on its 170 episode on March 30th. It's reported that the final anime will have final episode will have an important announcement. In addition, AVEX official Twitter uh, official YouTube channel will have a stream on a on of the live special event on March 30th at 6 p.m. with the cast. I believe that's Pacific time. Every all anime announcements are usually LA time based, so about eight o'clock here Central and nine o'clock uh, Eastern Standard. But look, cool for Toonami getting it back. They're about to get a big arc, which is going on right now in the anime, and I'm really enjoying the new arc. But 
but this is too good of quality of a story to be getting the shitty animation that they do. So I'm glad they're taking a break. Take you a break and start making Black Clover seasonal like my hero and get you better quality and have your anime be recognized the way it should be. There's no reason why Black Clover shouldn't be mentioned with my hero, JJK, and all of the new ones. But the reason why the popularity is not there is not because of the story. It's because of the quality of the shitty animation. Bam. At least I've that's my opinion. Shitty, uh, I've seen some shitty screenshots. I know that, like, from Black Clover. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? I... I feel bad for the Black Clover fandom because I'm not Bro, I'm a big necessarily fan. a part of it. You know I'm a manga uh, guy when it comes like to Black Clover. I, I, I always plan on picking it back up, but I just wanted it to get more uh, intricate. not saying intricate, but I wanted to see more chapters unfold. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Right now, I feel like it would be a good time for me to catch up reading it. You feel me? It's but fucking I was great. Anime at like at episode, I want to say 60-something. I dropped off. I'm only watching the new episodes because I really like this arc they're in, and I'm ready to see one of my new favorite characters introduced. But the manga is fucking great. Like, top of Shonen Jump. Like, what's going on? Is it crazy right now? This Like, I, I stand with the Black Clover fan base. I'm not an anime Black Clover fan, but I'm 100% a manga Black Clover fan. And I, I guarantee that the import, important announcement is going to be that Either we're getting a movie of this arc or that this arc, they're going to take like a year, let the manga build up and then give us some grade A quality animation, which they should. If they do a movie, if they like drop the anime off, then they do a movie and then they bring back a new season and the new season was well worked on. That would be pretty, pretty cool. You this arc me? is but, very uh, cinematic. At the, same I will time, say at the same time, I know Black to uh, Black Clover the uh, manga is doing super good because all 2020, all I heard was Black Clover, Black Clover. And when the new chapters would drop, I would see the fans would go crazy with the new chapters. So for the, uh, you know, for Tabata to keep them, you know what I'm saying, to keep the fans heated every single week. And you know what I'm saying? I didn't hear too much about the anime, but at the same time, the manga was busting. And I know for sure Shonen Jump gives niggas that axe. Like, if you're not doing good, like, nobody is killing. Nobody's uh immune to the axe, bro. Fucking Kishimoto got the axe recently, son. Like nobody like so I know Black Clover's doing good to have been sticking around as long as it's been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm excited to see what they do moving forward. Hopefully, you know, they fix that problem. But again, the manga is fucking phenomenal. The next thing we got is Funimation, because they've acquired four million subscribers, they have announced that they're partnering with Idris Elba and Sabrina Elba, and they're working on a new anime called Dante. It's an this is what is described as an Afro futuristic dark fantasy series that looks to stand out by telling a unique and wholly original idea. Crunchyroll general manager uh, Joan Wag stated for more than a decade through anime and anime inspired originals, Crunchyroll has been leading the charge for the popularization of adult dramatic animation. And we are fast becoming the epicenter of the next generation of animation fans, as is evidenced by our incredible growth in registered users and subscribers. Gen Y and Z have experienced superhero fatigue and are hungry for new stories and ideas that our creators tell. The development deal with Sabrina and Idris Elba is another example of how we're working with the best in-class partners to bring a new audience and tell fresh and compelling stories through a medium that transcends genre and generations. Um, they also, basically, they're excited to work with Idris Elba, and that's all we really got from the details. Crazy, they took a shot at, you know, superheroes. <laughs> like, that was that was wild, but I do agree with her. We are itching for new tales. The thing that really throws me off with this, I'm digging the Afrocentric, futuristic, dark, but when you throw in fantasy, 
Bro, I don't want no fairies, no dragons, no vampires, no witches, no demons, no none of that. Give us an Afrocentric sci-fi cowboy bebop blade runner trigon s series and you got me sold you got me sold right there the moment you throw fantasy in it it just throws me for a loop and, and i don't like that but i'm gonna give him a shot and i do applaud crunchyroll for going out and getting talent like a idris elba to make this content now will it work that's left to be seen but i'm like what i'm hearing yeah I, i'm just always skeptical because it I don't want to call it a mermaid, you know what I'm saying? But it might be a mermaid. And you feel me? Animators behind it. I want to see a good show. I want to see like a fire ass. Like they should have, these are kind of, you know what I'm saying? Announcements that I'd want to see with a trailer, you feel me? Because it always scares me. I don't know. I don't know how people are not aware that this is like a, some scary announcement. Whenever you start announcing, uh, not an American, because uh, Idris Elba is like from the UK, right? Yeah, he is. It's like, it's English speaking for the most part, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, I don't want to say most of them are misses, but recently they're not hitting as hard as the Japanese ones. You feel me? So I feel like the best ones that do hit as hard as the Japanese ones are people that rock with Japanese studios. Like, um, didn't Tower of God got a high school that was animated by a fucking, well, I know Mappa did got a high school. That That's Manwa. That's a uh, Korean, you know. But that's what still. I'm saying from other parts of the world. You yeah. Feel? What I'm saying is when I, I like my, my anime to come from Japan or come from people that collaborate with Japan. So I would want to see Idris Elba get out of his element, go out there and kind of explore the we know you, you, you know, you bossed up at big movies. You feel me? You, you did like a play movie with cats or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He, he's he's but versatile see, as a as a creator. But I would just want to see him actually go out there and get the authenticity of the, you know, anime style with because I've seen Jaden Smith make an anime. I've seen. Um, did you like? I didn't think Neo Yokio was bad. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be 100 honest. It I kind of good. It wasn't it, great. I kind of fucked was, with it. it. Was cool. It was decent. It was watchable. And see, my but, thing is, I agree with you in the sense that he should go learn that. But I'm gonna pose a counter because Amazon's doing some cool shit right now with comic books by using Invincible and turning it into adult animated series. And everything I've seen from it looks great. And they've kept the authenticity of adult animation. I think if. Idris Elba does this and it's a future sci-fi anime and they do it kind of in the vein of a Blade Runner of keeping the uh, the westernness which stems from samurai but making it futuristic and dark but still keeping it adult I think that's the thing that's the problem with Amerimaze they go either too kitty or too left the other way if he keeps it in the style of this is for adults this is adult animation I don't think it has to be fully anime s to work. But if he's going in a style that's suitable for all ages, then I don't know if, if an Amerime style of what he's pitching can work in a kitty PG version animation style. And like you said, like the, the the more adult animation style from coming from the West is uh not bad. You feel me? They do well with that. But at the same time, you know what I've never seen? I've never seen like a, a big person from out here go out there and like, you know how crazy it would be if they were like, Idris Elba is about to drop an anime with Ufotable or like yeah. about to drop an anime with fucking even Studio Periot or something. You'd be like, what? He's So he's out there. So he's really, it's a real anime. Whenever they announce it, I feel like it would be best to just say animated series just so people don't get like, because when the trailer drops, that's going to tell how people but really also got to give it credit because Crunchyroll's trying to do this and Crunchyroll knows anime just as well, you know. So I got to, yeah, I, I, I trust Crunchyroll for the most part. 
that's the, that's the name that gets me roll, so yeah <laughs> that's true too that is a fact but hopefully it's more tower of god and less exxon but in terms of quality so we shall see but very interesting news coming from Crunchyroll. <laughs> I threw this in as a joke, but it's Uh-oh. true. Goblin Slayer season two announced, <laughs> but no release date. <laughs> don't Goblin Slayer like got Buku like content out? Like, don't Goblin Slayer got fucking OVAs and shit? It got like light novels and shit. <laughs> and, and I've been all... seeing Buku Goblin Slayer news and Buku oh yeah, it's coming, like, bro. The past couple years, season two, man, it's coming, but we just don't have a release date. They announced it the other day on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, they have a whole. Don't they have a movie or some shit like that? They got something. I don't know. I'm not watching that they shit. They got twelve. They got a twelve episode anime, and on Crunchyroll, I'm seeing something called Goblin Slayer, Goblin's Crown. <laughs> I don't know what that. Does. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fucking with Goblin Slayer, bro. <laughs> I just want to I throw that in there. We watched the whole season of that. We did. We, it we was... watched that whole fucking first season, bro. Bad time. I don't remember what. <laughs> that, that was like before, because I ain't gonna lie, we've been spoiled lately. Lately, we've been yeah, we've been we've, episodes, we've, we've been content. doing well. <laughs> Bro, like even 2020, like 2019, 2020, and 2021, we got bangers, bangers, bangers. 2018, 2017, we had like My Hero. <laughs> and that was it. We had the Broly movie. Bro, I <laughs> we watched that whole Goblin Slayer season. I don't know what it was. I don't even know what happened. Like, that's how bad I remember, it was. I remember bits and pieces. I'm not gonna lie. It was entertaining enough. We could have been, you know what I'm saying? We could have been caught up on One Piece. We could have been caught up on Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> we could have been caught up on so much shit that we're caught up on now. That's a we fact. That's on, a attack uh, Titan, the manga. That's a fucking fact. Oh man! But funny enough, all the Goblin Slayer fans, that's for y'all. Next up, Netflix has announced a number of anime projects in development based upon video game series. So we're getting a Tomb Raider anime. That uh, Tomb Raider anime will be set after the reboot of the trilogy by From Crystal Dynamics, the tenth installment. So the new Tomb Raider games. It'll be based in that world and then we're getting a kong skull island anime based between uh i believe between kong skull island and godzilla versus kong the movie universe i have more hype for the kong stuff because i feel like they can do more in that with the kaiju battles more so than the live action movies because that's been my problem with the movies but the tomb raider anime i have no no expectations for i'm just gonna wait for a trailer for that because that could either be really good or really really bad <laughs> <laughs> That's big facts. I go, I'm hyped for the Tomb Raider shit, but that shit is that shit like literally if a, a trailer will make or break that shit. That's a fact. That's a fact. So you're more excited for Tomb Raider than Kong. I'm hyped for Kong too. I'm not gonna lie, but equal, equal amount. <laughs> I'm I need the trailer, bro. Low expectations. I always need the trailer for shit like this. Cause the thing is for other for big things, I need the trailer. Cause I'm skeptical about how because you know how how crazy the anime scene is in Japan. You feel me? How they throw a lot of shit at the wall. So I'm always skeptical when I hear certain things out there. But when I hear about like Americanized anime or like video game anime, I'm like video game anime. Hmm, going to yeah. be CGI. It's most likely going to be CGI. I pray huh? it's not because <laughs> that's that would has me not excited for the Witcher anime because it's looking like it's going to be 3D and I'm just like, why y'all have such Do a? We good really need a Witcher anime with if a it was, Witcher if it was live two, action. If it was no, because they they're trying to tell other parts of the story to build up the world. If it was 2D, I'd be all for it. But I'm not for that 3D hot mess. No, nobody has really mastered it. And the the people who have mastered it are mixing it. They're like mixing it and meshing it. They're not just going full. Let's do it. Let's make this shit look like fucking reboot or rebooted. The old ass ass show that you should be on Tsunami. Let's make this shit 3D as fuck. People don't, they just, I don't know why they don't realize that people love anime 
in the classics for that for that aesthetic. And it's like they just keep running from it the more technology they get. And I don't understand why. Like, just make that shit look better. But I digress. Also, uh, fans of dub, you're going to be able to watch Burn the Witch, the movie or the first three episodes dubbed March 15th. Uh, who's dropping it? Formation? Uh, Crunchyroll is dropping. Oh, that's lit. I'm I'm excited regardless. And I'm I ain't gonna lie, bro. Before I had Crunchyroll, I had Funimation exclusively. And I, you know, what I'm saying Crunchyroll. Forgive me. I used to talk shit. I used to be like, man, Crunchyroll just got subbed. Like I love sub, but if I had sub and dub, and I'm like, Funimation got sub too. It's like I could watch like majority of the shit that's out on Funimation. But there was a lot of shit I was missing because it was yep. just on Crunchyroll. So I eventually got a Crunchyroll. I was like, I wonder if they have any kind of dubs. And that's why I watch. You know, I went rewatch uh, Slam Dunk season one. I want to say it. Crunchyroll is my jam. But you put me on Funimation the app because they do have some gems in there. But I'm a Crunchyroll like one guy. Egg, one egg is not on Crunchyroll. Yep, that's a fact. I had to go to Funimation to watch one day. But we, we will talk about that. But that's all the news. Are you excited for the Burn the Witch dub? Of course, like a, a million percent. I love dub. You, you already know me. Unless it's a dog shit dub, I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to act like Parasite in one of my favorite animes and in a horrible dub. It's, it's not the best dub I've that's ever uh, seen. I showed that to one of my homies that doesn't watch sub. And he was like, bro, I've watched a bunch. He watched like Death Note at that point, Yu Yu Hakusho. And with this one, he was like, bro, I'll be seeing what the anime fans on Twitter be talking about. Matter of fact, Doom, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Doom yeah. was like, son, Doom was like, nah, son, that, that it's not like they paid somebody off the street <laughs> to go in there and do some that of the voices. Is, and I listened to it, and I was like, Oof. so I, I keep it a, I keep it a buck whenever it's bad dubs. I, I know they're out there, you feel me? I know why dubs have a bad reputation. But recently, they've been doing a decent job. And I feel like Crunchyroll specific, uh, specifically have had a mixed bag of jobs because certain dubs I like, certain like I definitely don't like the JJK uh JJK dub at all, but I trust them to enough to where they could, you know, people are hitting hit and miss with yes, dub. Yeah. You feel me? So it's just oh, I didn't even I'm know excited. JJK had a dub out. I need to check that out, see if it's good. No, you do not, bro. Oh, that then... shit is horrible, son. <laughs> this nigga Itado, remember the episode? Uh, this is all I'm gonna say, and I'm not gonna spoil too much more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know for sure episode, what was it, six, where uh he was about to do that training shit and um he was like oh shit i'm be able to do a spirit gun and be able to do it like he was referencing other anime uh he said bankai instead of oh, bankai oh he was like i'm no. be able to do a bankai i was like a what oh, i was like run it back no. what's, a, what's a bankai bro oh, that's something I was like you should... at least look it up yeah no that's a big a no YouTube no i blame video. the director like the director gotta have better care than that dang i wouldn't even let that slide if that nigga said that like there's a room full of people and nobody said hey whoa nothing he has to redo that it's it's bankai people talk shit about dub because of shit like this let me get it right and that shit just it, i remember i was watching it and i was like mm. that would have blew my mind yeah i just shook my fucking head <laughs> episode like two and three or whatever my homie was watching it and he was like so i tried to dub Garbage. I was like, man, Nick's is overcritical on dub. Man, y'all hating out here. This shit gonna be gas. Crunchyroll got this shit. I was like, ooh, maybe he was right. <laughs> bad, bro. I was like, I, I feel bad for Kai. And I told him that too. I was like, man, you tripping, son? I was like, man, that shit, that shit hard. Kai watched like episode one. Nah, son, that dub was not hitting by episode two, three, especially <laughs> when you get to the deeper ones where they start getting intricate. Ooh, all right, Ben, I'm not checking that shit out. All right, let's get into discussion this week. We're gonna talk Wonder Egg. We're gonna talk a little Promise Neverland. Let's talk Wonder Egg first. Let's get the, the happy shit out of the way. I was present. Uh, and look, I only watched one episode. I haven't watched more than that. But I was pre- pleasantly surprised with the first episode. The amount of gore they showed, the intricacy of the story, the mystery that's there. I'm very intrigued. And as soon as I get some free time, that's the first thing I'm watching. Yeah, for sure. And like trigger warning, it does deal with uh, heavy themes of like 
uh, you know, depression, depression. Uh, it definitely has like the S word stuff in it. And when you get further into it, that's just Paul. Come on, episode like four, episode five. I want to say drops tomorrow. Me and my girl have been watching it, and it's definitely real, real, real deep. Uh, every episode, you know, you could run them back and you'll get more from each episode. But at the same time, I'm on episode four and there are more characters introduced in the next few episodes. And I feel like you're going to you're going to really uh, find these these new characters kind of intriguing because they kind of build up like a gang. You feel me? It's mm-hmm. like a, a main a main character squad. And uh, I don't want to say it's an isekai. It reminds me more of um the what, what did we watch last season with the coins and uh what oh uh Glipnir or whatever yeah, it reminds me of Glipnir how it's kind of isekai as how there's this game like thriller yeah it, it 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 has some isekai vibes some shonen vibes it it really hits all foundations because for people shout out to Pete from what do you say anime for people that like the slice of life Madoka Magica girl type stuff it has that but for like shonen people like us it has stuff to intrigue us. It also touches my horror thriller bag. So it, it really crosses a lot of genre. I, like I yeah, said, it has I was, that gore bag for sure. And I was oh, when the blood when the blood started gushing out her chest, I was just like, oh, geez, okay. Like, well, y'all, y'all got me here. It's not some slice everybody of Everybody out shit. there, do not think it's like it's just because some little girl anime is not no, like it's not raw with the action. No, it's the real. Animation is like beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, one it's, of the best uh, animated things I've seen so far this year. Literally, and I'm not gonna lie, they just snuck it in there. Like the winter 2021 got so many gems, we probably haven't seen them all still yet. But I know for sure, I I can't wait till you you catch up to like episode four. Cause I feel like the the new characters they each have, like each character has their own kind of weapon, and it reminds me. I'll be me of caught like, up by uh next anime talk. It gives me like adult, and it's not really adult because it's 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 a you know teen esque show with the, with the uh kids in the show or whatever. But um, it, it gives me vibes of like Kingdom Heart, but more. Uh, mature, you know what I'm saying? Like All a more right. crazy dived into because the, the weapons are dope, the power scaling is dope, and the fights get so nuts. Like the enemies get crazier and crazier, like the bad guys they fight. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm in for the whole season. Like I hope this is, I don't want to say a long running, but I hope they this sticks around for a while because I could get used to, uh, I feel like they're going to change the game with this one as far as the shit that they touch on, the depths that they go. And this is this is one that's not scared to go there. Like the, the next couple episodes, they keep pushing. Like you think they, they go far and then it, it just uh, surprises you back to back to where I'm, I don't know how they're going to top themselves with episode five. Like I'm anticipating Real. that. I want to say it's either tomorrow or the next day it drops, but it's one of those ones that like my favorite top, maybe top three of the season. I, I put this, I'm not going to say too much, but I, I put this up there. You know, I, I look, I'm liking it, and I can't wait to see. I definitely recommend it if you're looking for something to watch this season. Something I don't recommend. Don't. Drop it. Go read the manga. Promise Neverland, bro. When you have such a gem on... See, they, they have the reverse of Demon Slayer. And it's crazy, but I have to be... If I'm going to shit on Demon Slayer as much as I have this past year and a half, and respect to Gotage because I, I I love your work, which you created. But as much as I shit on that ending, I have to come and do the flip and shit on the anime of Promised Neverland. The book <laughs> was there. The manga is done. The, the author gave you the pathway, gave you the yellow brick road. And not only did you full metal alchemist it. No, you said, fuck it. We doing our own thing. Like we got we got <laughs> some fire. You cut out two of the coolest characters and maybe more than two. I'm underselling it. Two of the coolest characters with the Goldie Pond arc. And you cut out the best villain of the entire fucking show. So now when the fucking ending happens and he pops the fuck, I might as well spoil it. It doesn't fucking matter. Now when he pops the fuck back up, you're not going to know who that is. And you're not going to know the significance on why he's important. None of that shit will make fucking sense. I am 
baffled at what I watched. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've heard crazy, crazy, crazy stuff coming from the, the Promise Neverland manga fandom. Like, for Neverworld shit on it, uh, I saw, like, many, many, many people on Twitter. Uh, I heard things like 50 chapters got cut. That's it. Uh, it the amount of fucking buildup that it took to get to... What did you last see? Because I don't want to spoil what they just what that bullshit they just did. Wait, you 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 you, you, you all the way uh, all the way. I'm cut all up, the way uh, caught, caught up. up. I'm all the well, way caught. I, up. Last thing I saw was the last season. The last season I saw was the uh, Norman. So they about to so so they about to re pop up with Norman. That shit makes no fucking sense without all the bit like Emma and then became so strong because of everything they went through, and now you're just gonna rush to Norman and get because now once you meet Norman, the shit's about to end and. This is my thing, right? This this oh is my, my big gosh, thing because I got bro. I got a question for you, but I gotta give you my take on it because I'm not gonna lie. I've been watching with my girl, me and her watched the first season, and I you could we could run it back to um back whenever we were like sit next to each other, you know what I'm saying? Whenever we were doing the OG, the OG version, uh, the OG episodes, uh, I was like, bro, the anime is killing it. The manga is not for me as far as the art style. So I was kind of off it and I was kind of not gonna read the manga. Like even though I was watching a new season and I, I was hearing kind of talks before we got to to the main cuts of you know chapters and characters and i was enjoying it i was enjoying the um episodes as they came out and i saw people slowly being like okay this isn't bad it's isn't bad they cut the pacing is weird but it's you know what i'm saying it's not horrible. The first episode i thought could you could maybe fix second episode i thought and then by the time you get to three i'm just like wait what the fuck is happening but see i'm saying i'm, I'm just saying as an anime only i'm not disappointed yet because where i'm at right now is hitting all the you know what i'm saying the shit that you feel me does the, it uh, feel as for the most part does it feel as um does it feel as concise does it feel as thorough does it no. feel as fleshed out as season one did that is very accurate it doesn't feel as like precise for sure does it like, have it, you as hooked as season one did like where you're on the yeah, edge of for your the most part every single at the end of the episodes really is like they hook you at the end but the kind of the meat and bones of the episodes are kind of like no, you know how you felt with season one, how every how every portion of that beginning of all the episodes of season one, you you was on pins and needles. Yeah, this you're right. One, I ain't gonna lie. Whenever you would turn the fucking corners of the stairs, shit was it's crazy. Like, ooh, and like this one is just like whoever. the first couple episodes were kind of were kind of like paced weird, whatever. Like whenever they met the other demons and then they left the other demons and shit like that. But everything after that, and, I was kind of enjoying for the most the part. Amount, like that was the only part I didn't really fuck with that much i was like it wasn't that bad but when we started getting to the shit where they're in the base and then they have to leave the base and when they were in the city to me when i'm looking at the shit when they're in the chapel or whatever and they're in the city a lot of it doesn't really make a lot a lot of because they don't really no they don't really flesh it out a lot you feel me it it happens really fast also you miss emma's entire training my thing is like the like those two demons are so much more important than the way that they portrayed them like there's so much I, I, I just don't want to say anything like Muja is such a big role in this fucking story in the in the way that they make Emma stronger for everything they're about to face. It makes sense. And, and if you miss that, then now Emma just looks like some Mary Sue that just got her powers randomly. But it's there was a process to get them there. They went through struggles. Those little kids like, how do I believe these fucking seven year olds can do this? You believe it because of the shit that they put in and the fact that they took that out. Yeah, even right now, where, where we're at in the episodes, I don't think they're any stronger than they were whenever they were at the base or before the base. They're like, a, and they're a, supposed they're to be significantly stronger. They they do look a little bit older, but at the same time, uh, did you hear the 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 announcement about what the next episode is going to be? 
about how they meet Norman. Well, no, no, no. Th- that was the last episode that just happened. The, uh, this week's episode that drops Wednesday. Uh, they've been trying it's to announce a recap, this before. Huh? Exactly. They've been trying to announce this before the last episode, but it's going to be recap. If they try to stuff two arcs into a recap episode, that's going to be very weird because I'm looking at it like, okay, a season one wasn't that what? long ago. We, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Season one wasn't that long ago and we just had season two. We're in the middle of it. Why would you give us a recap episode like if you're going to give us shit we've already seen? So I feel like they're going to try to stuff some manga shit into this recap episode but I don't think it's gonna. F- it's uh, fucking stupid. I don't I'm like st- recap episodes in general. But I was enjoying. What I'm saying is, I was enjoying Promise Neverland until I heard we're about to have a recap episode right now. Because I'm like, what could you possibly recap? We watched ep- uh, season one not too long ago. We're only like uh, five episodes deep. Four. You gonna recap some shit from season two? We like from one of the four episodes we just watched the past few weeks. Like I don't see it it's bull- happening and, like that. So I feel like they're ever- gonna just try to stuff some shit into the this episode. I don't ever like to attack the creators of, of anime. I, I don't ever like to do that. And but this is a time where it's like, nah, bro. Like God of High School, they they fumbled the rock, but they got us to where like God of High School left out some manga shit, but they got us to where we was trying to get. The fights were great. This, fights, I'll say that. This is something this is this is not just forgetting stuff. This is leaving out some of the most important, some of the most climactic, some of the most cool. Like, this is just, there's no other word to describe it, but the people who are making the Promise Neverland anime are idiots. That That's the best way to describe it. They're fucking idiots. Man, I just don't. It's I, depressing. I just, it the, is The way they do it, the next episode is going to determine if I, if I really... If and I, you know I'm hating I, on the anime. I'm going back and reading the manga, but I'm you got I'm not to. hating the anime yet. Until it's I read di- the manga, it's a different story. It's a different story. It's a different story. And you saw, I didn't tweet about any of this. I haven't said my thoughts. I just wanted to watch it myself and judge. Mm. And it's just like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like I thought everybody was overreacting at first. I was like, there's no way they're not putting in Goldie Pond. But when, when I, I saw fucking Norman, fifty chapters that kind of scared me a little bit. I'm not it might lie. be more than fifty chapters, Chris. It might be seventy. It really like Damn. it. It's a big chunk of the like, like when I say you miss the most important villain to Emma's characterization, I just don't understand. How many just, chapters is Promise Neverland? Uh, I uh, hold on. I think it's like a hundred something. I think it's so. Like, so like you're saying this may be the last season. Look. The way they're chopping shit up? I don't know, because, like, I didn't expect to see Norman again until season four. Like, I thought season two was going to be all in the forest. I thought season three was going to be Goldie Pond. And then I thought season four was going to be Norman in the ending. And I definitely have heard people talk about Goldie Pond without spoiling it. Like, I, I've tried what the arc name is, but I've heard not even just you. I've heard a lot of people talk about Goldie Pond on Twitter. So it, it had me intrigued and kind of hyped for the anime. So now that I know that it's cut out, it kind of. It's messed up, but just as anime only, I'm just saying from what I got so far, I feel like the anime climb from a 10 out of 10 to like maybe a 7 out of 10 but once I read the manga the 7 out of 10 may turn to like a 4. It's a 4 yeah it's a 4 out of 10. Just saying from an anime only perspective there's 181 chapters and they probably cut 70. Like just think about that. That is a lot. That's a lot of shit. That's so fucking bad. If I'm the creator of Promise Neverland I'm sick. I'm sick you butchered my story. You butchered the heart and soul of my story. You butchered because 
bro, I'm I'm just thinking about everything because you don't the 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 ending in the in the choices that Emma makes does not make sense without meeting Hugo. It makes no fucking sense. Like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. This is so it's a I'm not even giving it a four. It's a two. It's a two. It's a two. So the jump is like, bitch, we got the fucking manga sales already. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't need the anime to be here. We just gonna throw that shit away. I feel, hold on, I'm giving the creator his, some shouts, like the anime, I mean, the manga team, because what they made was great. Granted, their ending, some people don't like, some people liked. Their ending's a little controversial as well, but the story by uh, Kaiyu Shirai in the art by Pozuka Demizu, fire. Fire. Shout out to Shirai Sensei. Like, fire. You made a great story. I'm so sorry it's getting butchered by this horrible animation team. Horrible. Horrible. I'm saying it. Horrible. Duds. I definitely want to read the manga now. Clowns. I, don't, I don't like missing out on shit. You feel me? Clowns. They're fucking clowns. Like, I've never seen that shit happen. You feel me? I I've skipped ne- filler, it, but I've never seen an anime bro, skip manga. Like, Chris, I was what? dumbfounded by this. I was so dumbfounded by the choices that were made watching this. I thought the timeline was overreacting. I thought it was just a, a big facade. And I was like, nah, you know, Annie, you know how Annie Twitter is. They just like to overreact. Then oh, I go watch that, that shit. Today. I was like, oh, my gosh. But let's let's get to JJK. Some Something that was great. Got to say, JJK, these last the since the sister school exchange event battle started. It's been great. Let's start off with episode 16, the Kyoto sister exchange event battle part two. This is basically the panda fight, but Toto points out that Itadori's divergent fist is a technique that won't work against special grades. When Itadori gently accepts his advice, Toto decides to face him and guide him with his full might. Meanwhile, uh, Kujisaki picks a fight with Kyoto's Nishi Mia. And from the sidelines, Mechamaru fires an attack at Panda, sparking the start of their battles while uh, Nabara uh, against Nishi Mia and Panda against Mechamaru. But this is not really the the uh, Nobara fight. The Nobara one's really more so in the next episode of yeah, episode yeah, uh, 17. But what'd you think about Panda going gorilla mode? What'd you think about Panda being like a, cor- a cursed corpse, being like he's like, a creator of the principle, a creation of the principle with three different like cur- cursed souls in it. Like he has the panda form, his sister form, and the gorilla form. I thought Mechamaru was cool seeing another cursed form of like he's basically the puppet of the controller. He's basically like he- he's kind of conquer conqueror from Naruto, but just like a-, a more longer version. Or actually, he's more like pain if we're really being honest. Mechamaru is really like pain because his person's so far away. What'd you think of that battle? Because I thought it was dope. I definitely enjoyed it. You feel me? But at the same time, um, I had nothing but mild curiosity for Panda since he was first introduced. I was like, okay. So I seen him in the opening. I'm like, okay, I don't really know too much about him, but he seems like he's going to be a cool, fun character. And uh, when I first saw Mechamaru, I was like, ooh, he's going to be badass. This is going to be crazy. So to see Panda really like pull up and show out uh, in a fight against Mechamaru and Me- Mechamaru has some uh, gangsta ass techniques too. I really, yeah, that's what made it such a great fight. Cause I'm sitting there like, okay, so they're going to try to make him look like a bitch. And I'm like, they made him uh, exactly. Cause I don't want to call him a villain, but they made him exactly how he was supposed to be for like a, 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 a good opponent. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I agree. Panda. It I showcased say, Panda's powers very well. Uh, I, too. W- I will say I might've liked the next episodes fights a little more than this one. 
but I definitely think they portrayed Panda very well. They explained the intricacies of the jujitsu world even more. I think this expanded the world for things we'll see in the future. And I just think this is very important going forward of knowing how all these jujitsu powers work. So I thought it was good to see Panda in the interpretation of his powers. And like you said, Mechamaru was dope. Also the beginning building of the kind of the Itadori training arc with Todu. This is kind of like him. This is kind of like Kampachi versus Ichigo, like how Ichigo trained with Kampachi through fighting him. This is very, this is, this gives me vibes of that. This is uh, Itadori training with Todu, someone who respects him, someone who, is a friend of his who won't let him <laughs> die. Friend. Yeah, so I'm going to give this episode a solid four. Yeah, for sure. I definitely love the, uh, like, you know, anytime you get, Toto's my favorite character now. So anytime you get uh, Yuji and Toto together, uh, it's going to be a win for me for the episode. But um, I love, you know what I'm saying, seeing their, you know, chemistry on screen. And at the same time, I love seeing the foreshadowing for what we're about to get for the next episode. But to me, like, really, Panda and Mechamaru, really, the fight was incredible. I love Panda just as much as Mechamaru. But I was kind of nervous about, you know what I'm saying, where it was going to go. But uh, I'm, I'm curious to see all Panda's forms and shit like that. I'm, I'm, I like seeing the, the transformation aspect of what he has going on. And he definitely has a lot more personality than I thought he had to him. When I first originally saw him, I was just, like, like I said, mildly curious. But seeing his backstory really makes me... Uh, draw towards him more as a character as well and uh i i gotta say this this what like like you said the next episode was crazy but this one i'll give it a good four maybe 4.8 oh you going high okay I'm maybe four I, i'll say 4.7 4.8 but i want to say 4.8 for sure the next one that's where i'm going high with it episode 17 this is part three of the kyoto sister school exchange the exchange events group battle continues maki and miwa faced off but miwa can't hide her uh, surprise at the overwhelming strength that maki displays despite her grade ranking at the same time nobara pursues nishi mia as she flies around her broom nishi mia talks about mai's hardships and what it's like to live as a female jujitsu sorcerer but nobara cuts herself Cuts her off in counterattacks, then Mai reveals herself and down goes Nobara. But uh, Maki ends up taking on Mai and whooping her fucking ass. And then we see a very important member of the Zenin clan, old man Zenin. He will be very important coming in future episodes down the line. Thought it was dope seeing him. Thought it was dope seeing the structure of the Zenin clan. Thought it was dope seeing Maki being not really someone who can see cursed spirits have like a weaker cursed power but have natural physical gifts see her battle and rise up the ranking and then you find out all the meddling that the Zenin clan was doing was because her grandfather wanted to push her so she could become the head of the clan kind of fuck with all that and just the battle between Maki and Mai was great and Nobara was going to beat Nishimiya's ass if Mai didn't step in. Nobara's a badass. Love Nobara. Love everything she stands for. She was like, I'm, I don't give a fuck about being pretty or none of this. I'm trying to be strong and I'm going to still look good at the end of it. Fuck Thanks. you. <laughs> that was like, I really do what I want. That was like Sakura could never. <laughs> yeah, Sakura definitely could never for sure. Like uh, Kukusaki Nobara is one of my favorite female characters uh, in Same. main casts of any anime. Same. Uh, she just showed out this episode and I really enjoyed um, her opponent too, to a certain extent, you feel me with the little witch broomstick and everything. It was definitely cool to see how she took her down. You feel me? And it was also dope to see how she used her nail, like the little nail powers and shit. Like she's, she's a goat on that battlefield. You feel me? Like she be, she be, she's just as dope with the paws as anybody else in, in her squad. You feel me? I, I really love that about her uh, character. Same. But, I uh, agree. 
like you said, I really love the shit with the, you know, I don't give a fuck about being girly or I give a fuck about this. She's like, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do regardless. If I feel like doing this, I'm gonna do it. I could I could pull off looking good, but at the same time, I could I also pull off beating ass yeah. or whatever else I want to do because I'm not dictated by my gender. I'm dictated by who I choose to be. be. Yeah, facts. And I really I really love that. That's so deep of a, you know what I'm saying? It's something that you you don't get a lot. You feel me? From and I think a that lot message, of characters in general. I think that message carried over to Maki. I, I like seeing the I like that both Fire Force's Maki and this Maki are both battling the institutions that males put on them and is battling them very well. Facts. And Maki's really, 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 really dope. I didn't have super high expectations for her at the beginning. I was curious, like I said, mild curiosity. But uh, her mild curiosity, you know, turned into something that passed up the mild curiosity I had for Panda. Same. Like, I'm really loving how they flesh these characters out. They're really giving them uh, the amount of attention they deserve. Giving them life. Yep. I'm giving this episode a solid 4.8. This one's high for me. Yeah, I'll give this one a 4.9. I want to give it a five, but it's not quite a five. Yeah, me, but, same. Uh, I'm with you. It, it's really dope, though, because I will say one thing about uh, episode. Uh, what is it, 18? This 17? one's 17. Yeah. This episode. Uh, I will say something about it. The animation was for beautiful. every second of it, like every single second, like from the beginning, when it was just introduction from the scenery to the, the flashback you have of. um uh Kugasaki Nobara talking to Yuji Tadori and shit like that like before like not that long right for me uh everything about it was like a it felt like a movie it felt mm-hmm. like they were really pulling out the the animation budget for this one for some reason even more so than the last episode which is crazy to me so i really liked the the thematic cinematicness of the the episode itself and the fight with you know Maki and Mai the way you know Maki just grabbed that fucking bullet i was like Dope. Bad like, badass. Yeah, that's a fact. I was like, damn, hope she's not down. And she just took that out there. I was like, that shit's ill. But all right, let's jump to Attack on Titan where shit is wild in the streets. We got to start off with the infamous episode 67, Assassin's Bullet. With no Titans left to threaten their escape, the scouts retreat to the airship, determined to make them pay for trampling on their home. Gabby chases after gun in hand. And spoiler warning, if you have not, seen this yet this is not even episode 68 this is the one before the most recent one down goes sasha r.i.p sasha potato gang or don't bang we knew it was gonna happen man we knew it was gonna happen it was foreshadowed whenever she took out that homie right in front of uh right in front of gabby's face and gabby was like <laughs> and she was just looking down with that cold stare like yep bitch dead <laughs> and she just walked away and she like i'll spare you because you're a little girl that that was where Sasha fucked up by letting Gabby slide by like he, she should have whacked Gabby right there. She's looking down. She's like, all right, I hit everybody. I need to hit. It's like, bro, you too hungry, bro. You should have ate a Snickers. You're not acting like yourself. You know what I'm saying? Also, another part of this is that the scouts weren't 100 percent on board with Aaron's plan. They had a different plan. That's another not all of them. Yeah, not some of them was for it. Some of them weren't. So that's another part of this. Chris, but the main part is Sasha's death and Gabby sneaking on the airship and them escaping. Chris, oh, there's how, a lot of shit about that. How did you feel about all of this? First of all, it broke my heart because why you had to get Sasha? You know what I'm saying? First of all, I understand uh, what, like I said, they foreshadowed it and I was scared of it. But at the same time, why? Why? Just <laughs> what's the purpose? You feel me? And To, to make is, you feel like you do right now, because Sasha's one of the more pure characters in Attack on Titan. She, she's a lot of people's comfort character. I've, you know what I'm saying? People people love Sasha, and she's definitely comic relief. Some of the only comic relief you get in this series, and she's definitely just a pure-hearted individual, which uh, was her detriment 
because <laughs> she yeah. didn't kill Gabby. She should have whacked Gabby on the street, bro. She they're, they're too worried about kids and shit like that. And that's why I feel, and this is a big thing, because I made, you know, I made the fuck Gabby song and I stood on it, and it was like more people than I thought would hit me up about it, hit me up about it. And uh they challenged the whole Aaron versus uh Gabby thing. Actually, I'm gonna be doing some shit with Peter where we where I argue with somebody down about the legitimacy of what Aaron did versus what Gabby did. What Gabby did was, and I, I just watched the episode again before we did this episode, just so I'm clear, I'm not tripping on anything. But what she did was reckless, stupid, and it didn't make any sense. A lot of things Aaron did were reckless, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, what she did was so pointless. Like you killed Sasha, which is, it means something to me, but the, the point is not supposed to mean something to her side, her at all. She looks like, you know, a villain in her eyes. But at the same time, you killed her and nothing happened. You you killed her and you got caught. You killed her and you got Falco caught. Right before you did that, Falco was like, hey, I know a little bit more than you. I, I've heard, you know, I heard the Aaron Yeager, nigga. I heard him talk to Reiner. And it, it seemed like it's a little deeper than you think. You feel me? He's not just coming out here wrecking shop on our shit. Somebody seen, it seems like we sent a hit out on him and this is revenge. And it seemed authentic, the conversation I saw. I blame Falco for not going super into detail with that in the streets with her real quick, because I know it's in the heat of the moment, but I'd have been like, nah, son, I, we got to sit back, like at least fall back right now and then see what we're going to do in the future. We, we could get them. It's just, what can we do right now? You just saw them take out Zeke because she was telling Falco that. She was like, I just took out Zeke. Uh, they just took out Zeke. You feel me? We, we can't just go out like this. And it's like, how do you think you're going to go out when they just took out Zeke? Also, and let Falco me give you another reason. Let me give you some some ammo for your argument, because I, I, I can I'm, I'm thoroughly on the side of, of the par paradise people for a multitude of reasons. But one of I hate and I get that she's supposed to be a mirror of Aaron, but I hate that comparison because Aaron at the end of the day was fueled because he thought that he was stuck on seeing the rest of the world based upon the forces of Titans. He did not realize the forces of Titans was brought upon by other people until now. And that's the, and that's the shift in his character. But Gabby sees her surroundings, sees the Elliot's and thinks that by helping these people who have put them in a ghetto and put them in this slave like capacity by by going kill the other people who are like you, that will make these people like you. Gabby's a little more ignorant in her beliefs than Aaron was in the sense of if I kill all Titans, I can save the world. Yes, that's an outlandish belief. But to me, that's more feasible and believable than the idea of I'm going to help my slave master kill other slaves, essentially. And this is why, you know, and she's just a 12 year old girl. I got to keep telling myself that because a lot of people are uh, saying that on Twitter and they definitely remind me like, but those just, are big difference. But that's a big difference in her and Aaron's character. And my thing is, she's a soldier. She's not just a 12 year old girl. She's a soldier. She's a warrior. And not only that, she aspires to be great at it. She like that's her whole thing. So it's like, why would you for these people who don't one? give a fuck about you? For people that don't give a fuck about you at the same time, you're brainwashed. She's ignorant because she's led by ignorant people. But the whole Tiber speech, analyzing his speech more, he kind of dropped a lot of gems that maybe a 12 year old soldier wouldn't understand. But at the same time, it's definitely a lot of food for thought for anybody in the crowd. There were points because I was just reading the manga. There was points in time where the crowd was like, hey, so hold up. What the fuck? They they just basically dressed this shit up. Why the fuck we trusting these niggas now like this? And it was like, there's some shit. If we just learning this now, there were already people questioning it. And from the beginning of the season, you kind of saw Falco question it a little bit. 
And then right there before he attached himself to her, like the simp he is, because I ain't gonna lie, son, it, I love Falco. We, I, that's why I, uh, on Twitter a few days ago, I dropped a clip from the last episode. I'm like, remember I said this, bro. I, I wasn't, I was on some fuck Gabby shit already, but I wasn't on no fuck Falco shit. I was on some Falco's cool. You feel me? He didn't do nothing wrong yet. But where he fucked up was telling Gabby that shit. And when she said, did you see it? All right, then. I didn't see it either. Let's go. He should have seconded down on it and been like, no, bro, you don't understand what's going on. And if she then chose to keep going, he should have been like, bitch, go on about your business. I hope they fucking, I'm not getting stomped out with you. You know what I'm saying? Why would I run into an enemy craft by myself? I'm outnumbered and it's it's no plan. Like you're not going to win with that plan. We already just lost this battle. Let's take this. Like that doesn't make battle. her a good character. I'm sorry. That does exactly. not. I understand that they're trying to draw, you know, somebody said this on Twitter, right? I got to look uh, pull up my Twitter because somebody just, DM me this a couple hours ago, but they they tried to draw this comparison. They said, um, for it was like they compared Aaron to saying they're like without saying their names. He's you know what I'm saying said uh, basically tropes of who they are. Like both kid had a um, both kids had a blonde friend and were trying to save their world and yada yada yada. Uh, but it, oh yeah, here we go. The uh, fact that they, but the the re and I, I hate that the the reasons behind why they wanted to save their worlds are two completely different reasons, and one can be seen as a pure reason. The other is is a reason of self sufficiency and less caring about your people, and it they're 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 two they're two totally different philosophies and reasonings in my opinion. exactly. Now, now, this person said an energetic young child with a blonde friend joins a military to eagerly prove their worth and to see new places becomes filled with rage and vengeance after the monsters they've heard stories about their whole lives attack their home and killed their loved ones. Sound familiar? And he tried to check somebody with that. So I'm sitting there like, hold up. Let's reanalyze that. That all happened to Aaron up until a certain point. And that is Gabby right here. Aaron had so much after that that makes made the events of today happened. So Gabby, the event that she had from right here at that point, did nothing to further the story. She killed Sasha. Did she get points for that? She literally had one. She, she took one person out, whereas two of her homies got killed, Zofia and Udo. And Udo didn't even get killed by the gang. He got trampled by her people from panicking. They didn't give a fuck about him. They ran over him. And she just, she blamed that on Aaron. Whatever the case may be, all I know is you're not, even up in the score <laughs> and like also, for your side and also the belief of them fighting monsters of trying to fight monsters that they heard about their whole lives there's no way because aaron's belief was once he destroyed the monsters his people would be free and there's Period. and and i know you can say gabby believes that too but there's more of a there's more of a feasible belief of Aaron because he doesn't understand how big the world is where Gabby's going on a hope of these people telling you if you defeat them, will make you free. But they, but you haven't realized this whole time they're spitting in your face and they're sending you on the front lines because they don't give a fuck about your people. Those are two different. Those are two different like situations to have yourself inside of. And then if the person you look up to, Reiner, you see he doesn't believe in the dream you're seeing all these people around you don't believe in the dream but yet you still are those are still two different philosophies and viewpoints that to me they're there you can't say that she is a direct copy of him because his 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 viewpoint and his belief system was to was to if i rid 
all of these titans on my world, I'm, my my place is free. But then you realize that wait, whoa, these titans were put here by other people, and now this whole other world outside is trying to destroy everybody, men, women, and children. And that's a big point that I think people are forgetting. Oh, Aaron's committing genocide. Aaron's doing this. What would Marley have done if they would have striked on Paradise? They're not taking any more fucking prisoners. They're bombing the whole place. Men, women, and children, they don't give a fuck. So my thing is, if, if my they women, don't give a fuck... Versus yours. Exactly. I know it's the wrong thing, but you're in war. They don't give a fuck about you. You didn't start the war. So exactly. is it, it's your fault if you finish it? They sent Rain, uh, Reiner. They sent, the, they sent them into the fucking... Uh, to fuck with the gang, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? What were they even doing? They were over there stuck. I don't even know why they sent him over there for like and, safe measures. And I know people are gonna use the the idea of Armin saying we could talk to him and change through time. Don't you think that would have no, happened bro. with the with the people around Zeke all the time? Don't you think that would have happened with all the other? That's that's a that's a false belief of an idea. That's an it's excuse. A, it's a great. It's a great. You know, it's, it's, we could kumbaya this bitch out, but we but can't. You can't because the, you see the way they treat the people. Uh, that they have in their place. They don't view them as people. They view them as less than. There's nothing you can say to a group of people that view you as less than. And granted, I understand the stories of Niccolo in the next episode and some of the Marlins that change, but one can argue they did that to save their fucking lives. Exactly. At the same time, bro, they're not the same character at all just because of the strength of Gabby. The first time she saw somebody like that die is, you know, Zofia and Udo. She was an asshole before that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what turned Aaron into the cold-hearted asshole he was? Seeing a Titan eat his fucking mom in front of him. Then seeing Buku people die after that. Then he, he became a Titan warrior. He started doing shit. In his, some of his first missions in the fucking field, his whole squad got demolished in front of his eyes. He's seen so much shit to where, at the end of the day, right now, okay, let's, let's say he kills people. Let's say everybody's like, oh, genocide. Like you said, let's say some people died. So what? He's trying to stop the shit. They're not trying to stop the shit. If he doesn't do the shit and he stays where he is, guess what's going to happen? Because this is how I'm looking at it, right? Aaron was waiting under there when he declared war. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to pop out. So dude says, hey, we're declaring more, uh, war on paradise, paradise right now. He's like, it's going right now. He's like, Aaron, Jaeger is the villain. Fuck that nigga. It's war on him. Let's go. If he's like, lend me y'all strength because we're about to turn up right now. And as soon as Aaron heard that, he's like, bet, let's go. How do you basically say, I am going to kill Aaron Jaeger and we're going to genocide all of their kind. And then that person is like, nah, how about I pull up and genocide y'all area? How do you look at him and be like, mm, genocide is killing kids? Because like, what? Yeah, they would have like they would have killed all the kids on Paradise and all there the women. There would be nobody yeah. if they like everybody. It would be worse. <laughs> he just pulled up real quick, killed a few kids, not purposely. He wasn't picking every kid up. Yeah, and it wasn't like he was trying. Cause see, Marley would have would have shot all them kids like executioner style. They were casualties. He's trying to take out Zeke the military. He's not. He and that's like that's another big difference that I don't think people are talking about. He's not seeking out children and killing them. He's seeking out these titans in the military to kill them. Now, if they you're are in the way, casualties. Yeah, that's the thing. The people die in war. Aaron Yeager did not declare war. Tiber stood up on stage in front of everybody before Aaron Yeager attacked and, look, and said, hey, it's war. So I'm everybody not saying... who died after that, because whenever people died on Aaron's side, nobody declared war. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was like, nigga, why is my mom dying? Why are my friends dying? Why are Titans everywhere? 
everybody in Marley knew what was going on. You feel That's me? Okay. So it, they can't be mad whenever they just declare war and you lose the first battle of the war immediately after declaring war. You can't say scream genocide now. That's a fact. And I'm not saying sitting here saying Aaron Yeager's a hero. No, he's an Avenger. He's a he's a different and not an Avenger in the sense of Marvel. No, an Avenger in the sense of the true definition, like how Sasuke was an Avenger. He is a a a a, 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 a in that gray area of he's not wrong, but he's not right. But he's an anti-hero to me. Yeah, you can't you 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 can't fully one hundred percent say he's wrong, just like you can't fully one hundred percent say he's right. The circumstances exactly. that he were given. Either. It's based upon the circumstances you were given. And he's just dealing with it to the best of his abilities. Now, are there other people who may deal with it differently? Sure. But this is the, the those are two philosophies that would go head to head. And depending on which philosophy you choose, you could lose your whole island. Like this is nice. the, this is the situation. The stakes are this. The stakes are not, oh, we go home and everybody's OK. No, the stakes are if we choose wrong and don't kill the right people, every not just historian not just us not just the army everybody on that fucking island is dead facts I, I, first of all i love how you said you feel me he didn't pull up and just kill a bunch of kids on purpose he some kids died it is what it is he didn't seek them out uh he just really popped out and like zofia He's, died from a rock falling on her sorry he only sought out three people reiner falco was just there and and like that wasn't something he wanted reiner the war hammer person in like the Tibers, I'll say Warhammer slash Tiber in Zeke. Oh, that, that was the ones he he, he sought for. Everybody he, else was what? casual. As soon as he got World, Warhammer Titan, he tried to kill Warhammer Titan, eat Warhammer Titan, couldn't and do he, it, use fucking Jaw Titan to do it. And as soon as he did that, he ate, you know what I'm saying, Warhammer Titan. And then, they did. Guess what? Somebody else was next, but if, if it wouldn't have got complicated, they, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he got one, he dipped. They didn't kill. It wasn't genocide. If it was genocide, that was a weak attempt at genocide because not everybody <laughs> died. Only a few I'm people died. Because that, that's, that's untrue. It, people, it's the stupidest thing ever. They killed a couple kids, okay? You know how many kids died on, you know what I'm saying, on Paradise, you know what I'm saying? So many kids died and nobody cares. Like, we're doing that for to save the world. Why did Aaron Yeager accidentally kill a few kids in order to get Warhammer Titan right after he didn't declare war, mind you? Imagine he stayed in paradise. Imagine he stayed just like a fucking. They would have died. They already said, and we learned that in the next episode, they would have got bombed. They would have got destroyed. And that's the thing. We're, and 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 don't get don't get us misconstrued. We're not saying Aaron's a hero. I know you're used to your typical shonen where the hero saves the day and everybody lives. This is not that. This is a a viewpoint on on war, and this is a viewpoint on societies with powers dealing with other people and the atrocities that are committed on both sides. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. I'm going to just put it like this. The Germans took the Jews captive and had the Holocaust. What did we what did what did the world respond with? They bombed them and destroyed the (laughs) fuck out of them. What's the difference? Well, do you call the Americans? Do you call the Americans genociders? Do you call the UK, France and everybody who was fighting back uh, to help the Jewish community who was getting slaughtered and onslaught? Because that's what the that's what the Marlins did to paradise. I know you may say, oh, yeah, they have houses or not. They're getting tortured and not to the extent of the uh, Holocaust. And I'm not correlating the two, but I'm just saying that's what they're you know what I'm saying? That's what the allegory is. Like, that's 1,000% what the allegory is. America and, and all the allies 
they saved those people. But at the same time, think about all the war casualties that were committed in that. How many children died? But are we calling America and all these allies, people that commit genocide against the Nazis who actually committed genocide? I don't think we are. Even to this day, bro, I've seen American movies where like soldiers shoot kids and it's like it shows how, you know, kids, kids will grab assault rifles and do shit like that in certain countries and shit. And it'll it'll kind of make you feel more because you're on the side of Americans being in America. But at the same time, you see like we do some fucked up shit when war happens. And the, that's the thing. When war is declared, some fucked up shit happens. And before war was declared, Aaron's in endured so much pain, agony, death. Nobody even knew what was going on for a lot of it. And now that war is declared and some motherfuckers die, you can't you can't cry genocide. You can't cry Aaron's being wrong because at the same time, like you said, if he doesn't do anything, he's going to fucking die. And that's the only the only options he was faced with is kill them or die or believe that he is the scum of the earth like Gabby and Reiner do. And, and, and here's he, another point, because I'm I, I know they're going to hit you with this one. Let's say they blame the original King Fritz. Well, he asked for peace and he kept his his whole country at bay and ignorant and they would have and, and 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 if we're going to keep a spade a spade they would not have attacked marley without aggression of them learning of the knowledge of them trying to destroy them paradise would have stayed and minded their own fucking business and not known about guns not known about airplanes not known about none of that shit and just but stayed who, on the island but, but who was happened? the aggressor who, who 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 ran in there head first who who did annie who did annie and Bertolt not let's not do this who said no let's do it don't want to be the hero and this is this is something i wanted to really address about reiner real quick right i feel like everything that happens in attack on titan holds weight you can't forget certain things right before like right as tyra's saying the speech aaron's and this is why aaron's my hero but i i know aaron's not quote unquote the hero he's the perfect anti-hero because he's literally talking with ryan he's like we're the uh reiner he's like we're the same and ryan's like man no he's like i did this for this and even after that aaron's like nope we're the fucking same. You we're both people who are soldiers in this war who are trying to save the world. You just try to do it a specific way. I don't agree with that way because I'm, you know, the opposite. I've seen what y'all have tried to do and I don't like what y'all, I don't like how y'all rocking. I'm going to save the world my way. And that may be maybe wrong. Yeah, but I definitely hate Reiner. So and whenever Aaron said that Aaron made drew those comparisons, you feel me? So I'm sitting there like, hey, if you look at yourself like that, I can't not look at you like that, too. And I look at Reiner like a bitch ass nigga for doing that bitch ass shit. But at the same time, I'm the same way. I feel the same way as Aaron. I would have done the same exact thing. I don't like the way that like you. you this is how you keep peace. There, there's got to be a better way because they and wouldn't exactly atta- like. Because that that never ceases to blow my mind. They would have never attacked out. They they wanted to befriend the people outside of the sea. They were so so excited to learn that the war was there. They they were the aggressors, and that's something that has to be has to has to has to be stated. But and I also uh, feel like you know what I'm saying Aaron could have literally picked apart every single Marlin. He he was he went there. They was on a mission. They dipped. So I feel like it's deeper. I feel like there are they are they aren't just killing senselessly. Like I feel like there was a lot of senseless killing just for the sake of the greater good. I feel like the 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 senseless killing for or the the sake the killing for the sake of the greater good isn't as senseless senseless now when Aaron does it. Not saying that it's not still violence. I'm not saying that the casualties aren't don't hold as much weight. I'm just saying the actual causes behind both sides of the war are completely different. 
are completely different and they're both they both could be wrong but i know one side is less wrong for sure i'm definitely rocking with the, the, the less, yeah Aaron exactly exactly ex, ex, fucking exactly uh what do you rate assassin's bullet i'm giving it a five both these i'm giving episodes. it a five too even yeah. though I, it took one of my favorite characters it's just it, it, it invoked so much passion in me to, to where i made that song 20 minutes after the episode dropped and leaked the song instantly and as soon as it hit it went viral, not because I'm just the best musician of all time. It went viral because it evoked emotion in people. Everybody who feels with Gabby, they were like, nah, son, Gabby did nothing wrong. And I can't sympathize, empathize with that at all. But I could understand how this medium, uh, it makes people, the, the anti-war themes are heavy with this. I feel like a bunch of people read that as, you know, because of course you see the parallels between Gabby and Aaron in this episode, uh, really especially. And you see a lot of what the author was going for, but you have the power as a viewer as a reader to decide how you feel about it and what you take from it and what I take from it is not that you know I, I do understand that Aaron's not doing right and Gabby's not doing right and they're both not wrong they're both not right but at the same time bro I gotta choose the lesser of two evils exactly and there's one evil that's way more annoying it's way more rambunctious it's way more kind of out there and from the jump they kind of persuade the viewer to already dislike that but even if you're coming into season four, brand new perspective, and you're like fresh slate, and you're really understanding these people, I still don't think I would empathize or sympathize with them if you show me the Gabby side before the Aaron side, just because I don't really, I don't really like the reason they're fighting, don't understand the reason why they're so passionate. I do understand the slave mentality and the how you're brainwashed. It's not really her fault she was brainwashed to think the way she thinks, but if... Gabby is brainwashed, isn't Falco brainwashed? And Falco was this close. He was thinking for himself. She just refused to let him. That's exactly that's her. a great point. That's a great if point. Falco definitely started listening to what he Falco said. Falco was thinking before himself before he even talked with Reiner and met. And he was like, I'm I don't want you to deal with this because you don't see the heartache that's with it. Like, and that that that's a again to my point on you cannot say they're the same because their philosophies are different because it, and you can't use brainwashing as an excuse because there's a person that's right next to her that saw through the facade and that saw that his people were suffering i'm literally a human being that is subjected to being brainwashed i can be brain there there are literal humans on earth here that are like flat earthers that are like conspiracy theorists and th the thing is people are susceptible to believing anything that is fed to them by a, a major you know entity and you have to be that person to swiftly decide what you believe and what you don't believe. You know what I'm saying? And as a person who is persuaded every day to be a part of things that I'm not 100%, you know what I'm saying, agree, agreeing with, as in a, in a society that conditions me to think a certain way, like I'm not even saying brainwashed, in order to survive in the society, you have to be conditioned to a certain amount. You can't 100% be yourself at work in public. You have to low key condition yourself to fit in. I'm just saying, in a world where you're uh, supposed to be brainwashed, it's still not that hard to think for yourself. And, and how can't cycle. you see that every time there's people going to the front line, it's your people. It's not the Marlins. Why is it that y'all have to go through this experiment that takes off 13 years that only lets you live 13 years to get your family as honorary citizens, but they still have to live in the ghetto. They still have to abide by the rules. They still get treated that way. And yet that's and yet you think you can save the world and save your people by defeating the demons that your blood is from. And they're not going to want you to <laughs> defeat them with them by working with them. And then you, and my thing is what, what does Gabby thinks happens when she defeats paradise? 
Don't you think they're going to kill y'all, too, because now they don't have to deal with no other Titans or use y'all only as prisoners to defeat other people of the world and use that power against other people and subjugate other races? Like, let's not mm -hmm. act like Marley's pure all the way around because we found a black character in the next one and Marley subjugated them with the Titan power. So Perfect. and they wouldn't go work with the other side because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So honestly, maybe <laughs> Paradise isn't doing too much bad shit. Facts. And maybe that just shows the, the real evil that Marley is. I, I can't wait to talk about the next episode, too, because I really love this episode, even though it, it almost it was a tearjerker. Almost. It almost made me cry. If I wasn't with my homie fade, I would have cried. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> episode 68. We got brave volunteers as Paradise deals with the aftermath of the raid on Liberio. Armin looks back in the past, meeting the volunteer soldiers who shaped their world. We learned the three years and with Yelena and how her and the black dude like teach them about Marley and how they, they get to the point to where they can do this invasion. And this is the episode that tries to show you that talking works. But again, you have to see that. Yes. Talking work with Yelena and the black dude, because they hate Marley. They have no reason, but the Marleans Levi even said majority of them are in fucking prison. Like, like mm -hmm. they're, they're not and the ones that are doing it are doing it to save their fucking lives. So does talking really work? And that that was the purpose of this episode to make you question, well, could they have talked? You can't. I remember um, maybe to other races. I may now. Now, this is something that I don't know because I didn't catch up to the manga. But mm -hmm. depending on how the other races felt. If it was possible to just destroy Marley and communicate with them then that would be maybe something that you could look to. But also the other part of the world hates you based upon how Marley has used you. So they feel that you're just weapons. So they want to just they might want to destroy you as well. So it's hard when you look at the other races of the world, non Marleyans. That's the that, that's the that's the that's the problem I have with what they're doing. My question is, do you attend? Because I believe there's no point in communicating with Marley. But do you send Thanks. out communication to those other races? I think you should at least try. I feel like you should salvage what's left because the, the thing is with Marley and Tiber and they are the people who set all the bad shit into motion. And at the same time, if somebody's like Tiber's not, he's no longer in the picture. You have the, the, the ball is in your court. Now mm -hmm. you spin the narrative, you write the books from now on and tell the honest truth. And that's the best thing for the world to move on from here. I feel like the, the things that are going on are so deeply fucked up that it's going to take a lot of reform, a lot of shit to happen in the world. For, so it, for it to be normal, like paradise is still, you know what I'm saying? It's still, they still not all the way caught up. And the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay with destroying the Marlins, but like the other people, you, you should try to reach out to the, try to make peace among the world. So you're not just constantly fighting. Now that's right. where, that's where I'll disagree with like the Aaron Yeager philosophy. That's where yeah, the, Aaron Yeager don't kill everybody. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, you could I, like, from what I've seen, bro, when he pulled up, he wasn't genocidal. He wasn't sitting there like where the kids at huh, Bye. where the mom's at huh, Bye. He was like, where's war Titan? Where's beast Titan? Where's jaw Titan? And they dipped. It was a concise mission. He didn't care if he killed anybody. He probably felt pleasure from killing people. I'm not going to say he's perfect. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say he wasn't on some, so, but at the same time, I remember last episode, we were talking about the whole attack. Uh, last episode, you know, last episode we did for Anime Talk, we were talking about the attack on Marley. And I was very firm on the fact that Mikasa, you are way too emotional right now. She's over here like, look what you've done, Aaron. Yada, yada, yada. And Aaron was straight face. It's like, bro, we're at war. Flock or Flotch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Flotch, I don't know how to say his name. I think it's oh, Flotch. Floch, uh, Floch, uh, Flo <laughs> whatever his name is. 
he said some shit and I was reading the manga. He was very firm about it. He was like, he had blew some shit up but as soon as they touched down. <laughs> and fucking son was like, nah, hey, whoa, what are you doing, bro? He's like, nigga, I'm blowing some shit up. He's like, why? <laughs> He's like, bro, these are our enemies. He's like, those people don't give a fuck about us. You think these people fuck with us over here? Like, do you think if they see us, we can have tea with them, shake their hands? He's like, nigga, I'm blowing shit up. Why not? <laughs> fuck these niggas, you feel me? These niggas are the reason why we've endured so much suffering. And dude was like, bro, Stop, son. You're doing too much. And like, bro, you could be a bitch if you want. You know what I'm saying? Aaron said, let's go. And I'm I'm going with what Aaron talking about. You feel me? But everybody else was kind of like reserved. You know what I'm Loki saying? is such an interesting character going forward. And I didn't like him at first. He kind of, I didn't, not saying I didn't like him, but he kind of just, I was he's like, on nah, big, this dude. He, he has some BPE. He has some big pussy energy going. He's a Chad, bro. He's like such a Chad. You feel me? But he just followed he, the flow. He's low key. Like, whenever I read the manga, it made me. It made me like him a little bit more. Not saying like him, but it made me be like, he's not lying. He's a bitch ass nigga. He shouldn't have did that shit. Like whatever he was, doing, he was doing the most. He was like, fuck some, fuck them kids. Like he was on some like, bitch, them kids gotta go. Aaron was just like, nigga, you talk about them kids, fuck them kids. I'm on some other shit. This nigga was like, yeah, let's get the kids, the moms. Don't give a fuck about none of y'all. So to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with him as a character, but at the same time, he was right. These motherfuckers are the aggressors. You are in enemy territory right now. You can't be tra-la-la-la-la, bitch. It's nigga, like, Misaka, Mikasa was like, let's keep the casualties minimum. And I definitely feel that, but what do you, you mean? can't control it, yeah. Minimum? Like, if you're trying to keep the casualties minimal at war, the thing is, in American movies, they depict soldiers as these heroes, and then they try to pick it apart and be like, they are faced with crap. I remember they had that like American Sniper movie that came out a while back and literally it showed the sniper killing kids and it was a very political movie. It had people hot, but at the same time, bro, if you are at, you are at war and there are kids out there, you let them slide, which they did let some kids slide. A couple kids died by accident, but you let Gabby slide and guess what happened? You lost a soldier. In the grand scheme of things, Sasha wasn't the most incredible soldier. She wasn't the most, like she, it's not like they took out Levi or anything, but at the same time, negligence got, one of your own taken out you feel me that's more casualties on your end you feel me and at the same time it's y'all or them and that's how you got to keep it in mind or you will lose people on your side you feel me so i don't blame i don't blame them for going for going a little bit nuts you feel me i just i don't. like how this episode did show that people can change but it will take time it'll take certain circumstances like i believe nicolo was the only one that really did change because he did fall in love with sasha and he started to really realize that the paradise dice people were decent people, but I don't believe everyone felt that way. And it's just a it's just a commentary on racism and, and whatnot. How do you change the minds of people who are embedded in hatred? You can change the minds of some, but you really can't change the minds of all of them. That's what I took from this as well. Great episode. It also showed how ignorance can lead to just because you don't know something doesn't mean you'll hate something aka the paradise people the black guy they were just like oh you have different skin and they were cool with it and like that it just shows that there are different caliber of people from the marlins like everything that i'm seeing from paradise is like bro they're not bad people like you can't be mad at their take they're just dealing with uh, the circumstances that they were given shout out to all the the dumb people that I talk to that try to make Sasha seem like a racist for saying, hey, why is your skin different than ours? Oh. <laughs> among her first time meeting a black person. like she, Ever. Like, they don't know like, anything about the world. They just think... They, but you, gotta, you gotta realize this. Before they went... They, before they heard about Over the Sea and the Marlands, they thought they were the only people on Earth. Period. Like, they, they thought... It was them if Titans. The, the, yes, they thought they were the last survivors of the world, and it was just Titans, and they had to destroy them to save their world. Like, 
Let's that not forget that fucking That's a premise. childlike question. Like if you if you are if you shelter your child and you introduce your child to an Asian kid or just a kid that's different than, than your typical white kid or a black kid raised in an all black household. Like imagine people growing up in an all black, never seen a white person before. The first time you've seen a white person, like why are these people lighter than me? That's a that's a question, a childlike question that a curious, innocent question. And I just don't like how people on Twitter, certain people tried to, I don't know if some of it was jokes, I'm sure, but a lot of people were trying to be like, ah, see, y'all, y'all want to, <laughs> it's RIP to a racist. I'm like, son, <laughs> this is not a white person in America who is like, who has been a part of a racist society, who has been a part of, you know what I'm saying? She was it's genuinely curious. Like, exactly. genuinely. I do. Oh, I don't man. like the fact that they give the they don't they didn't give the black dude as many lines as I would have wanted them to get them to <laughs> he give gonna, him. He but at the same time, he's not a bad character. No, not and at he, all. I, I like him and Yelena a lot. Character design. Yeah, and I agree with that. And, I mean, I'm a big fan of Yelena. Like she coming in, like I'm with Aaron Yeager. Fuck these Marley and niggas. They doing Facts. bad shit. And even that's more proof to what we're saying. Like the fact that this she was she wasn't viewed as a as a a, a, a Eldian. She wasn't viewed as someone from Paradise. She was in the army. She was on good ranking, and she still said fuck them niggas because they doing genocidal shit. They're the genociders. Fuck. At the same time, they are the genociders and you can't talk to the genociders, bro. And the thing with the, the whole scene, even they the, recognize that the, the whole scene where Aaron was just kicking it and Armin was talking, uh, I want to say to Mikasa and they were just all three of them were kicking it. And Armin was like, yeah, man, maybe we could, you know, he was really trying to yeah, piece it out. He was just sitting there thinking, I wonder what life would be like if we could do this peaceful. And then it kind of transitioned into after the whole, you know, the Marley shit and he was like there's no chance of peace now he's like there with going this road there's no chance of peace and I'm like there was no chance of peace Armin there was no chance for peace from the jump you want to believe that but at the same time if there was a chance for peace where was it there was Why peace. Has no one been the sense of reason and, and again back to my reason. argument there was a chance of peace when King Fritz made the decision to make these people ignorant and take them back and make them believe this and y'all could have left them alone or if they would have talked to y'all y'all they, they wouldn't have attacked y'all to jump with y'all were the people that sent people over to destroy them and make sure they get rid of y'all were again the aggressors like there could have been peace but they chose for them not to have peace it wasn't it wasn't Armin and Parrot and the Eldians choice it was the choice of the Marlins to bestow this nice. chaos and destruction upon them but I'm rating episode uh, 68 five another five this one might be 4.9 4.8 I'll give it a 4.9 yeah yeah I'm, 4. I'm, I'm not gonna give not it a five anything less nothing yeah. less is less than a 4.9 it could be a five if I go back and rewatch it because like I said I didn't miss it had a some great stuff in it wise but um it definitely had a lot of gems I'm definitely gonna have to watch this one a couple times I'm probably gonna read it um soon because I got you know what I'm saying my I've been following along in the manga like I, I've been kind of wanting to get more uh, of a feel for the source material so I could really feel the vibe of what the mangaka was trying to put down on there. And I'm definitely seeing more of the, you know, Aaron did do something wrong vibes as far as what the author was throwing out there, but I don't necessarily agree with every sentiment. I feel like it was definitely um, supposed to be food for thought, definitely supposed to be open to, uh, open to interpretation. And I love writing like that. I love stories where they give you just enough to make you argue with people about it because it's not going to give you a clear answer. It's going to give you like, yeah, she's not going to tell you who's the bad guy. Who's the good guy. That's up for exactly. you. Exactly. It's yeah. literally up for the viewer to decide. And I think that people get it twisted when they start seeing things that she dropped there on purpose for you to pick up. 
and you you automatically go with that because you're like, ah, I'm smart, I'm smart. And it's like, no, it's meant to be open to interpretation. Not everybody's going to agree with the exact sentiment you first pick up because it's not a black and white story. Story's and I feel not. like that's the theme that she or he, whoever the Magaka was, really wanted to get across, that it's not black and white. There's no right or wrong. There's no yes or no. You got to just take everything. Like whenever I say Aaron ain't did nothing wrong, that's my perspective. And that's honestly true. And it could if change. You wanna say, if you want to say Aaron did something wrong, I can agree with certain aspects of what you're saying, even though I'm an Aaron Yeagerist. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, Aaron did do nothing wrong. You as a person who think the opposite, you could be like, hey, I know I agree that, you know, he was put in a certain situation. I don't necessarily agree with your sentiment that he did nothing wrong, but I could see how you feel that way. We should be able to meet in the middle about this because it's not that black and white. It, it's it, that's the reason why shit is like it is because there's these extremists that's like we're gonna do this shit like this and the other one's like no we have to do it like this in order for peace you have to meet in the middle and i feel like that's a a big thing that is impossible in aaron's eyes in my eyes especially with marley you feel me like you said situation yeah with the rest of the world there's room to salvage shit but with certain situations they're unsalvageable and especially when you know armin the whole time and i understand the, the declaration of war you know, they understood that they were going to get attacked uh, before, you know, Tiber did the declaration of war or whatever. You, the car ride, he was like, they're probably going to attack me during my speech. huh? So that probably influenced the speech. But at the same time, bro, I still see the same line of events happening. Even if Armin's over there, like we should be peaceful. And he really convinced everybody, even convinced Aaron, we're going to do this the peaceful way. There's nothing that's going to stop Marley and Tiber from, from fucking doing, you over, yeah, bro. Exactly. That's going to happen. Like you have to be the aggressor in the situation. If you have to wipe Marley out, who is the aggressor in the situation to be the new aggressor in the situation. Once you're now in the position of power, you could look at the world and be like, Hey, I know I look like the aggressor, but now that I'm in a position of power, I have no reason to do anything bad. The people who were doing the bad shit are gone. Let me, and we're not going to send our Titans. You you can have your land. We're not going to send our Titans over to try to take over your land. You have your here kind of deal, you know, and let's just have peace. Exactly. And Marley's the, the, the Supreme stopper of that, conversation from taking place but that's all we got this week chris tell the people where they can follow you at on social media follow you boy at chris sje you feel me everything's on my anime list you feel me it's, i think it's just my anime list.com slash chris sje if i'm not mistaken but definitely go peep me out on there soundcloud chris space sje definitely everybody go peep out fuck gabby i do want to say it was a parody song it was fun i do make anime rap and this one is kind of one of my ones that it was like a real anime rap but at the same time i was going extra with it to make it make the song fun and make uh make people you know what i'm saying gravitate towards it and everybody who i made laugh with the song that's a win for me everybody who got the song stuck in their head it's a win for me i did a good job as a musician uh to all the people who hate it i still attribute that to a good job because it evoked yeah. that emotion in you and that's why i can i consider attack on titan to be so great because the source material is supposed to evoke that anger in you and i just want to be i'm glad i could be that person for a lot of people that just made the meme that got in there and just made people it give it gave gabby gang something to be mad at and it gave potato gang something to to hold dear to them be like you know what i'm saying rest in peace sasha potato gang shit potato gang or don't bang nigga. you feel me so <laughs> definitely uh don't take it too serious it was sort of a joke it was just for fun and uh at the same time you feel me just because you fucking stand gabby doesn't mean you're wrong it just means that you will get a lot of hate on twitter so you might, you definitely go get some fuck gabby's in your twitter i'm sorry if you're a gabby stand if you're one of those fan cam droppers you will get some negative comments i know it's gonna be annoying but at the same time 
she's a controversial character for a reason you feel me but hit me up if y'all want to argue i do not shy away from t- uh twitter mention arguments for sure not. y'all make Especially sure y'all go follow Krissa. y'all y'all check out fuck gabby y'all listen to we're gonna put it at the back of the end of this y'all make sure y'all go stream it as well um new content out make sure you check out if you're caught up with the one piece manga me and christian review the one piece manga chapter 1003 crazy shit we're reviewing the east blue arc that'll be out on wednesday me and chris will review eden zero the first arc that's gonna be out sometime later this week at the end of the week sometime and then yeah man and then be sure to check out the first uh if you didn't see pitch it uh live check out has versus dan that's out on youtube now check out shamit versus jake that'll be on youtube the following day and then uh yeah that's pretty much it make sure you subscribe to the youtube and follow bros who think at bros who think Man, Did you have fun in the event? Well, uh, oh hell yeah, that shit was fun. I was in the comment section going nuts. I know. Eric, me and Doom was in the comment section. Has was still popping in the comment section. That shit was fun. I'm definitely going to enjoy it when I hop on the show because it definitely was an event. That's what that I shit like was fun to as hear. Fuck. But bro, we need to we need to get you caught up on Chainsaw Man. We need to do a full first part because the first you. part is complete now. We need to finish. We need to do a whole review on that. And at the same time, I. I feel like doing a Phantom Seer video is going up in the rankings and showing Phantom Seer, okay. There was, there was kind of a, a scare where it was going, it, we were scared it was going to go away. Yeah. But that bitch is going, it's going up in the charts. So showing a jump, they don't really have right, a reason look, to exit. So I'm I'll do this for you. Once we do the first Eden Zero arc review, once we get the first one done, we'll do the Chainsaw Man part one right after that. If you catch up on Chainsaw, how far are you? In, you still you still around Chainsaw I'm still 68? where I'm at, yeah. If you catch up on Chainsaw Man, I will catch up on One Piece up instantly. Oh, okay, bet. That's if a you bet. get the chapter, if you get to chapter 80, 90, I'm I'm starting. I'm that's catching a bet. up on One Piece. I'm that's a bet. That, By... that next day. Bet. That's a bet. I'm doing it then. That's that's my homework for this week. But like we said, y'all make sure y'all check out all the manga and anime content because we're throwing it out now. Anime Talk is pushing out content for the manga and anime community. And we'll have a new run it back soon. We just got to pick which movie we're going to do, which guests and whatnot. But until next time, my name is Lennon for Chris. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you very soon and peace.